it's okay. No matter what, it's okay. It's a choice. It's always a choice. It's always your choice. What am I talking about? I'm talking about everything. Every single thing in your life. And I think sometimes I imagine this idea in my head. If I'm talking to somebody who's stressed, who's anxious, they're stuck on this problem. And I visualize myself sitting there just saying, it's okay. You're going to be okay. It will be okay. And I think saying that enough until I visualize them letting it get through. At first, they're going to have resistance to it. It's just words. It doesn't mean anything. And then they start feeling it. And then they even feel like someone cares. It's like I'd be giving them permission to realize or accept that it's going to be okay because it is going to be okay. It always is okay. And I think we need it more than ever. Who's out there saying it's okay? Our world is becoming more narcissistic by the minute. People are more into their own stuff, into their own dramas, into their own lives. So much so to the point that they have little to no space to take in others, to have the compassion that comes with just being interested in someone and what they have to say and what they're going through, to actually listen rather than pause until it's their turn to say something so they can hear themselves talk, so they can make it about them. We all struggle with this because it's our environment. Our environment has it so that there's always something vying for our attention. There's always something that we could do, that we could create, that we could build. And if you're like me, that can be overwhelming because it's overwhelm. It's overload. If I give in to that part of my personality, I'll literally work all day and rarely see my family, rarely take time off. Because even when I'm taking time off, why am I not saunaing or exercising? <laughs> like that's the primary thing. I got to take time off of that. Or I got to take time to be bored instead of trying to find a show to watch or a movie or a documentary or a book to read or something that is always goal oriented or focused. How can I just literally go outside and do nothing? But even then I'm getting vitamin D hopefully. And so I have a goal to it. But at least if the goal was to get vitamin D and just be outside and do nothing without an audiobook, at least that goal would be kind of the goal of doing nothing, which we need more of. Humans need space. Our minds need space. This is why they say less is more focus, etc. When you manage multiple projects, it's really hard to switch from one to the other. You don't ever get to go deep enough into one. You don't get to let your subconscious work on one and go to the depths where the best thing that you could create or find or uncover is. But no matter what you're struggling with right now, I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you right now, it will be okay. It's going to be okay. And then I'm also going to explain to you a truth that you may not have realized, or maybe you get it, but you don't implement it. Let's look at a quote first. I'm an old man and have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. Mark Twain. I think he wrote that in Reader's Digest, or he was quoted in Reader's Digest in 1934 on that quote. 
it's funny. It, it's, it's, if you think about it, like all these troubles we've had, most of them existed in that place, that metaphysical fear-based place of anxiety and stress and worry that has nothing to do with reality. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's in response to something that's actually happened. But the overwhelming majority of the time, it's us being anxious about something that may or may not happen. And in a lot of cases, as you get more experience in life, and thus you tend to learn how useless that kind of thought process is, you tend to remove yourself from it. And that's, again, like wisdom. That's a form of wisdom through experience. You realize that worry, anxiety, stress, and all these things doesn't help you avoid the thing. And in some cases, through the law of attraction, brings it about or makes it so that you only see that. And then you focus on it and you obsess over it at the expense of something else. So you actually make it bigger or you even create it when it didn't even have to exist. Again, choice. Choice. Now, my life's mission, which I'm working on more, but I keep coming back to it, and it's going to be The Better Human. We're going to relaunch this podcast. I'm starting a new company around it. It's bringing practical philosophy to modern humans so that we can have more better humans living lives of meaning, doing work that matters, and controlling their environment, opting out of the broken status quo, living healthy, functional Improving the world and improving others' lifestyles. And obviously, that's a working mission statement, subtitle, whatever. But my, and I felt this deep inside for a long time. And everything I do is try to get this out and get this into other people's minds in some way. And I think I'm finally getting there with speaking, uh, some products I'm going to launch and different things like that. I'm, I'm coming to realizing like this is the thing. And it's been a very long, slow, up and down, back and forth process, which I think is good. It's part of the process. It's part of actually not forcing something, letting it arise when you're ready and when the idea is ready, et cetera. And I'm getting there. And it keeps coming back to, to I want to help humans think better because I think I know when you think better, you live better. Everything starts and ends in thought. Max truth, maximum ownership. These are some ideas that I'm working on. We've been talking about them in the podcast over at Sapien Center or the uh, Mastermind, excuse me. And we'll be doing that more and more. I want to turn this into a movement. I want, it's going to be open source. So the curriculum that I develop is going to be free online. I'll eventually turn that into a book and other things. And we'll talk about it and we'll try to infuse it into the products we launch. But it's based on a few principles. And one of those core overarching principles that I keep coming back to, these, the one that just directs everything else. If I reduce everything away, if I get it down to the absolute basics, perception, that's kind of the mechanism to which these foundational principles manifest. Perception is inside your mind. Only you can control it. And it's all your choice. And I call that max choice, max truth. Again, working working on refining what I call these things. Because words matter, definitions matter. And I got to make them punchy. I got to make them understandable. I got to brand them. So it's a work in progress. But it's this mathematical law of human existence that since it's only your perception and only inside your mind where your consciousness exists, where your feelings exist, where your pain, where your fear, where your stress exists, it only exists in your mind. I can't go in there. I can't choose for you. Even if you say, Colin, choose for me, choose this thing for me, or tell me exactly what to do or think, that itself is a choice. If you think about this enough, you realize that choice is inescapable. 
when you realize that choice is inescapable, it's always your choice and everything is your choice. How you respond to whatever happens, what you do next, and how you feel about it is always your choice. When you see that truth, that light, that epiphany that shines upon you, you can never unsee it. And you can listen to me now and think you get it, but no, it has to kind of happen like an epiphany, like a revelation. Like maybe you'll click one day when you're in the shower and you're not thinking about it and your subconscious just like has that light bulb like, aha, I get it. I don't know when that's going to happen for you. I hope you get there because it's the most empowering thing that you can do for human consciousness. <laughs> it's like waking up, really. Perception, your brain, your consciousness, it's inside you. It's therefore 100%. Everything is 100% your responsibility. So you have to take 100%, not 99%, not extreme, but actual maximal, maximal 100% ownership of everything in your life. And that includes every thought, feeling, action, response, et cetera, all the things I just named. When you have that revelation and you, you see like from a logic, mathematical perspective that everything is your fault for better or worse, everything is your responsibility, everything is your choice, then you start stepping outside of your primal fears and your anxieties and your stresses. And you start asking yourself, how is this useful? Or you start asking yourself rhetorically, like, how is this useful? (laughs) Because you're basically telling yourself, reminding yourself that it isn't useful. You being afraid, living in the past or the future, right? You, You know these things aren't useful, but your emotional part of your brain tries to like run rampant with them because that's what it wants to do. That fear-based part of your brain that thinks it's going to keep itself safe by obsessing about these things. And then the rational analytical part of your brain is tapping on the shoulder and being like, hey, turn around. Let's look at this. Let's focus on this. Let's look at the truth. The truth is it's my choice. I can choose to suffer now. I can choose to wallow and be in fear. Or we can choose something productive, focus our energy there, plan, goal set. And then actually feel good about this obstacle or this problem that's in front of me because it's giving me information about where to move next. Choice. It always comes back to your choice. Everything is. To live is a choice. And to live is to accept all of the shit you have to deal with in life. And you have to make a lot of choices on. To die is a choice. If you were to commit suicide, that would be a choice. If you look into any of Camus' stuff, he believes it's suicide is the ultimate question. That's the one that everyone has to answer. And then, of course, he talks about how like it's worth it to live and meaning and things like that, but it's all choice. This idea that your life is based on someone else or that your results are based on someone else or how you feel is based on someone else is a violation of a natural truth embedded into this reality. And every ounce of victim, externally focused mindset that you have that you direct towards outside of yourself, that you look for answers outside yourself. Every ounce of energy and time that you spend doing any of those things, you are violating a natural law. You are therefore bringing chaos and disrepair and negativity and who knows what else into your life. You also give up your control. So you're just literally gambling. You're like, I hope it works out. I hope this person doesn't take advantage of this or do this or do that, even though that person has their own prerogatives and they pretty much have nothing to do with mine. And if it matches up, then I'm I'm just getting really lucky here. When you give it your agency and your control, it's probably a guarantee that you're going to suffer. I'd have to think about that more because like some people could kind of get lucky, but even then when you get lucky and 
you luck into uh, some money or something goes in your favor or whatever, if you keep giving up your agency and, and making it about things outside yourself, then you will like put your happiness into some other person or some other thing or maintaining that status quo. You know, you got that luck, you got that money, and then your life is and your identity is based on that. And then if it goes away from you, which it's likely to do because you didn't even acquire it through agency-based choices in the first place, then it's eventually going to come crumbling down and you're going to suffer even more because you're not even prepared to deal with it. I think we can agree that that's just not a good strategy. So let's just not do it. I'm going to, because, because again, these show, I know I start recording again. I'm already 13 minutes, man. This shit goes fast. Okay. Uh, I'm going to end there, wrap it up. I'm going to do more a couple times a week. So you can make sure you subscribe to the Better Human Podcast. We're going to be launching a new podcast. I'm going to be featuring other people on the show. We're going to be, go deep into questions. I'm going to do them probably live and include video. It'll go on YouTube. That's going to coincide with the launch of the Better Human Company. And then let's just wrap this idea up. We have everything is your choice. Every response, action, thought, feeling, interpretation. It's all your choice. If you read the Stoics and how they talk about control, not control, etc., you realize that choice is that core word that they don't really talk about a whole lot, but it it's the same thing. And, and really what we're doing is we're trying to expand on what the Stoics discovered a long time ago, bring it to the modern world, infuse it with other things that modern humans care about, like productivity, deep work, meaning, flow, relationships, community, and building a better framework for modern human life. I like, I, I'm get, I get goosebumps when I think about that. And I say that. And it wasn't, there's, there still isn't really a clear path to making money with this. And I'm not wealthy by any means, but I've been able to, to work for myself and live, you know, on my own terms for like almost 18 years now being an entrepreneur. And I live, I, you know, I don't stress about money. I, we're comfortable, whatever. I'm still highly ambitious. I want to make lots of money because I, then I can build all the amazing things that I want to build, communities, off-grid, like all these things that I want to do to make humanity and the world better. It's always going to be, you know, money coming to me is just going to, it's going to sit with me for a while so that I can then give it to others. So is it kind of strange, the entire idea of like hating the rich when that's all, they're just holding money for a while. And most of the time, if they want more return, they have to invest in other companies and other investments all of which always deliver value to other people because if they didn't deliver value, they wouldn't exist aside from maybe like certain monopoly governments like CCP or Russia crony, you know, politicking nonsense where there's monopolies. Like, but even then you like, you're getting paid to pull oil to the ground and give it to someone else because they need oil or whatever. So like almost all economy, Almost all economic transactions are about value exchange. It's not good or bad, it's neutral. And generally, actually, you could say, you could make an argument for it's actually good because somebody is going to pay you for something you have more than what it costs you to produce it because they value it more. And so you get some profit, they get what they want, everybody wins. And if you actually look at what a free market is, that's what a free market is. I got a bunch of fish here, I'm a fisherman. I don't need all this fish. I want to sell this fish because I want to buy apples and bread and other things. The apple producer has an orchard. He's got tons of apples. He can't eat apples every day of his life. He already does eat apples every day of his life. So he needs fish. So he trades. And they all, by specializing, can have a profit-driven model where their surplus capital or goods 
can then bring them the other things in their life they want. And from each person that produces, they have more than they, I mean, it's actually like marginalized utility, the more you have something or whatever. Uh, this is an economic concept, very well understood. But if you just think about it logically, it makes sense. If I have a warehouse full of chairs, I manufacture chairs. I have more chairs than I need to sit. So I need to sell those chairs. I got really good at making chairs because I invested in making chairs. I built, I invested in machines and people and capital and I have skills. And I translate my chair making skill and the, the chairs themselves that I produce into making money for myself so I can use that money to get other things I want in my life. I know, tangent, but it's actually bizarre how little understanding modern, literally most modern people, and this includes economists and universities, have of basic economics. And I would recommend if you're interested, go deep into Austrian economics, uh, Rothbard, um, you'll find it. Just pull in that thread, Austrian economics, human action, not Keynesian economics, which is based on money printing and how inflation is good for you. Another literal BS like that, that props up the entire broken fiat money printing uh, nonsense that the world is built on, that it will eventually come down, but we won't get into that today. So if you aren't already in the Better Human newsletter, go to thebetterhuman.co. Wild foods, if you want superfoods, functional foods, mushrooms, MCT oil, collagen, coffee, literally some of the best products in the world. And also what the family uses, what I use, which is the highest standard for quality I can think of. We also just launched a new supplement, uh, supplement minerals line. Stuff's amazing. I'm actually going to take a swig right now to get some of my magnesium and zinc in and my electrolytes. Uh, use code WILDCEO. And that's going to be it for today. Think about that. Always, always, always keep in the front of your mind choice, control, and everything is 100% your responsibility. When everything is 100% your your responsibility, then it's up to you. Then you have to take control of your choices because you already do. And that's kind of the core idea. You either decide to play the victim and have a mindset and act like habits and routines that are unproductive, that are going to bring you more suffering and misery, or you get rid of those and you replace them with growth-minded, ownership-based ways of thought and actions that result from thought. And then you watch as your life, you know, be becomes the best it can be, like literally. And it's never ending, but that's the thing. If you're alive, you're always growing until you start dying and then you're dying slowly. 